We're known for being polite, so we give you a chance to talk too. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. the club going up. Keith McPherson joining you for a five-hour KM to AM. What's that mean? KM, Keith McPherson on air. So AM, the morning. So I'm on till midnight. Guess what we're about to do? You don't have to guess at this point. You know we're going to talk about sports, football, of course, basketball, definitely, Baseball, yeah. It's about that time, baseball fans. And there's some hockey on tonight. We'll keep eyes on that. I'm starting to keep eyes on college basketball. I'm in here watching the beginning of Notre Dame Duke right now, and I can't wait to take your calls and talk through all of the things. Let's do it. Happy Valentine's Day to those that celebrate. Happy Singles Awareness Day to those that don't. It'll be over soon. By the time my show ends, it's the 15th. Moving right along on the second half of Black History Month. Moving right along. I'll figure out something to tell you tonight about black Americans, black history, something. I don't don't come in here with like George Washington Carver facts, but something will come to mind. And the NFL stays in the front of our mind. The season is over, but it doesn't matter, right? Like the season never ends. The NFL is king. If you heard me last night, I talked about how many people watched the Super Bowl. And, you know, the NFL just uh, dominates, even though they don't have the right playing surface, even though the NFL is bogus. And we just uh, agree to disagree on officiating all the time. We don't know what a catch is. We don't know what roughing the passer is. We don't know when they should call holding or not. But the NFL is king. And uh, Patrick Mahomes is the face of the NFL. So he is king. Two-time Super Bowl winner. Two-time Super Bowl MVP at 27? Goated. They're already putting Pat in the GOAT conversation, and they should, rightfully so. He's had the most ridiculous start to his career of any NFL player, not just quarterbacks. And uh, if you remember correctly, I'm going to keep saying this until somebody at WFAN finds the audio. Not putting it on anybody. I should go find it. I couldn't. I tried to go back. But I called that the Chiefs would win the Super Bowl. Week one. Everybody's talking about Bills, Bills, Bills. And I'm like, uh, it's going to probably be the Chiefs. Oh, they don't have Tyreek. Yeah, but they have the best quarterback, and he's got one of the best coaches. And if you think about the dominance of Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, what did they have? They had a lot of parades, and the Chiefs will have their parade tomorrow. And Patrick Mahomes has gone to Disneyland, and uh, Lugie just told me he tweeted out something. I I can't keep up with these players trolling each other and roasting each other online. It's just a sign of the times. These guys are young. They came up in this internet culture of like trying to, you know, get the best of someone or joke on somebody. Juju Smith-Schuster put out a Valentine's Day card about holding you. James Bradbury replied. They were all going back and forth. Other players are jumping in. This has been going on for weeks. 
I don't really care for it. I care for football. I want to see these guys play, and we're not going to watch any NFL football players for the next seven months. But we'll talk about it tonight. I mean, I just talked about a, a parade going on in Kansas City, and I thought about the Kansas City Royals in 2015 stealing a parade from New York. That would have been nice. Uh, I thought about 2019, 2020, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, and then they had a parade, and now after this 2022-2023 season, this little title town in Missouri is going to have another parade before we here in Market One, the Mecca, the greatest city in the world, can figure out how to have another championship. We're in a drought. It's been well over a decade now. I think we're going on like 13, 14 years, and uh, I don't know when this drought is going to end, but baseball gives me hope. Football, I don't know. Maybe Aaron Rodgers can change the fate of the Jets. Well, we can't put it on him to win a Super Bowl, but at least he could potentially break their playoff drought. We would we would bank on that, right? I'll take the over on wins with the Jets if they sign Aaron Rodgers. If you heard me last night and the weeks leading up, it's Aaron Rodgers till it's not, right? Joe Douglas and these guys have to be on Aaron Rodgers until they figure out whether he wants to come here or not. He was on Pat McAfee today. I, I don't really care for Aaron Rodgers. If you've ever heard me, like, I, I, I'm not a big Aaron Rodgers guy. Like, I, I get that he wants to be quirky and weird and different, but I just don't buy it. And I know he was on Pat McAfee today. He checked in. So we're all waiting on him to do his four days in darkness isolation. It hasn't begun yet. But he tells us more about what's going on. And he'll be eating once a day. And there's lights and there's other things. Who cares, bro? Go away. Do what you got to do. As Jets fans pray that you emerge from the darkness and say, hey, I want to take on New York. I highly doubt that, right? This is a guy looking for isolation. You can't be isolated as the quarterback of the New York Jets. This is a guy going into darkness. And in that darkness, I've said he's going to find the black hole. He's going to find the black hole that is the Las Vegas Raiders. He already looks like a guy that should be living in Vegas. I think that makes the most sense for the Raiders to go that way. Today, the Raiders released QB Derek Carr. He should be the second option for the Jets. We heard that he went to visit the Saints. And obviously, he's not trying to do the Raiders any favors because he doesn't want his next team to lose any assets trading for him. So he's been released. The deadline was today. Tomorrow uh, is the 15th. They had to get that done. So we'll talk Derek Carr tonight. I hear people talking Panthers. I hear people talking Saints. I hear people talking about this guy can't play in cold weather. I don't really subscribe to that. I mean, these guys are football players, but I do subscribe to the fact that he is a Fresno State guy He's only played out west in Oakland and Vegas. He's got little kids, a family. I don't think he's trying to come across the country unless it's the 100% right fit for him the next few years. That's where we got to really focus in on here, Jets fans. It's about the next really like one, two, three years while you have these rookies in Sauce and Garrett Wilson and Jermaine Johnson and Brees Hall. When you have these rookies that you hit on, you need to maximize their talents on their rookie deals. So I know we talked last night about Lamar Jackson and we talked last night about, Oh, you know, we don't want Aaron Rodgers, not all of us. And I don't want to put, you know, we, but some people don't want Aaron Rodgers because of the short term. No, that's exactly what you need. You need somebody that can maximize the talent on your roster in the short term. We'll talk about it tonight. I don't care if the jets are high on Ryan Tannehill. That is a plan C D. Uh, I'd rather see them go in another direction. Uh, for the Giants fans, hip, hip, hooray. They've decided they have to stay. Mike Kafka, 
and Wink Martindale, your OC and your DC are running it back. That's great news. These guys were this close to taking head coaching jobs in Arizona and uh, for the Colts, and those would not be the greatest destinations. I think that it's smart of them, you know, well, not even if they made the decision or not. It's just better for the Giants after watching the Eagles lose in a Super Bowl and hearing people tell you, oh, the Eagles will be right back. I don't know what NFL you watch. It is not a guarantee what happened to the Rams. Did the Bengals get right back? So for people saying that the Eagles will be right back, I I don't agree with that. They lost their offensive and defensive coordinator. The Eagles lose both their coordinators, and in division, the Giants retain both of their guys. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the prospects of the future uh, on both sides, really NFC East. Um, I I mean, I look at the division. Of course, it's the Dallas Cowboys division to lose again, in my opinion. Uh, But Giants fans have to feel good about the fact that you're keeping um, this group that helped your coach win coach of the year, that got you into the playoffs and you won a game, you're not rebuilding anymore. You're retooling now. And we just got to wait to see whether they sign Saquon Barkley. I told you last night, uh, there's a list that I will go through of the running backs on the Super Bowl teams the last few years. None of them have paid a running back more than like $2 million. Saquon is supposed to get around 12 to 14 million. I understand they might have to do that. He's a captain. He's a guy that's been there for the Giants. They might have to pay him. Will they end up paying him and Daniel Jones? Then you don't really have as much flexibility. Maybe there's a franchise tag in one of their futures. We'll talk about it. We'll go all through it tonight. We're coming off the heels of the Battle of the Burrows, and congratulations to any Knicks fans that didn't hear me last night. You finally beat Big Bro. The big, bad Brooklyn Nets are no more. They're not the villains anymore. You're you're not punching up anymore. And I hope that Knicks fans can exhale a little bit. It's over, right? You have a good team. You have Josh Hart on this team now. What a pickup he's been so far. This guy is beating his chest saying, this is our effing city. You just got here. You're from Maryland. But like we appreciate the energy and the effort. And I think the Knicks now are in a spot where it's going to get very interesting, folks. I was listening to Craig and Evan talk about it, and I already talked about it earlier on Talking Nets, my Nets podcast. I don't know if the Nets can stay where they are. They're the fifth seed. I think they're going to drop a bit. But when you look at the standings, you've got the Brooklyn Nets facing the Miami Heat tomorrow. You've got the New York Knicks facing the Atlanta Hawks tomorrow. That's the 5-6 matchup and 7-8 matchup right now. The play-in line is right at 6 and there might be a future real soon where we get a Knicks-Nets playing game, which would be ridiculous. I know Evan said he doesn't want to sign up for that at this point. I would love that, right? I hear everyone saying now that the Nets have no title aspirations. They can't win a championship. Well, duh, they weren't winning one with the dysfunction that they had with the two superstars anyway. But now we'll see what happens with both teams as they go into the All-Star break. Uh, For listeners of WFAN and people that enjoy my show, I'm on tonight five hours. I'll be on Thursday and Friday five hours. And then most likely next week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, five-hour shows because the NBA is going into all-star break. Baseball hasn't kicked in yet. We got a lot of time to talk about everything. 877-337-6 a a and two more sixes. Of course, we're going to talk about spring training. We're starting to get those feelings of baseball being back. You're seeing your guys. I'm seeing Justin Verlander in a Mets uniform, 
And I'm getting different vibes than when I saw Max Scherzer in a Mets uniform. Verlander looks like he's in shape. He looks like he's ready to go. Both of those guys together, they're going to lead. you got to be excited about what you're seeing coming out of Port St. Lucie. And same with the you know Yankees. I'm not so high on them. I saw Pakoda put out there that the Yankees are the best team in baseball in 2023. And I'm like, uh, here we go again with the hype train. We know that this one, uh, we know how this one goes. We know, like, we see it every year, right? The Yankees are in spring training. They're going to come out talking about winning a title and bringing a championship back to the city. Yeah, 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 yeah. It'll be 14 years if they don't get it done this year. But don't let me rain on your parade. I love the fact that you've got guys like Edwin Diaz saying, we're looking forward to winning a ring. You've got guys like Verlander saying, yeah, it's about winning a title. And anything else would be a disappointment. We have the Mets and the Yankees both focused on one thing and one goal and speaking on it. And I think we can get excited about that as fans. The Knicks, the Nets are not going to win anything this year. The Giants and the Jets, hopefully they win in the offseason, in the draft, and build for next year. Maybe uh, the Jets win the uh, Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes. But I think as we go into this baseball season, we can actually dream about this championship drought ending with one of the Yankees or the Mets getting it done. We'll talk baseball tonight for sure because everybody wants to talk about Manfred's man on second. I talked about it last night. It's super corny. It's super lame. And I'll elaborate on why I don't like it. It's fake baseball. Play real baseball. That's what we're doing in the bleachers when they go into this clown show for extra innings. It's here to stay. It was a unanimous vote. These guys all said, yep, we like it better. So as fans, we don't have any choice. But the way that I feel about Manfred League Baseball is that they're saying us core fans who live our lives on 705 first pitches, they're saying us core fans aren't so important anymore. We know you'll be there. You always root for your team. You always show up to the ballpark. We're trying to grow. We're trying to bring in more casual fans. We're trying to bring in, bring in fans of other sports to our sport. So we need to speed up pace of play. We're going to speed up pace of play in the back end of the game. After you already watched the whole game, we're going to try and make that quick, fast, in a hurry as we also tighten up the other things. That's what they should be doing. Tighten up the time in between, right? They're going to tighten that up. The pitch clock and everything else. Baseball is changing, but I'm hoping it's for the better. And we won't know until we see this new schedule where everyone plays each other, uh, where there's shift bands or shift limits, and there's bigger bases and all these other little wrinkles that they're trying to add to improve the game. I don't know if everyone's going to love it. I don't know exactly how it's going to play out, but I'm going to watch. I obviously am going to watch. A lot of you listening are going to watch. Shout out to my baseball fans that get excited around this time of the year because the NFL is over and it's time for baseball. We will talk about it um, in the NHL locally. My Devils are on against the Blue Jackets. They're not at the Rock. They're on the road facing the Blue Jackets at 7.30. The Senators are in town to face the Islanders at UBS Arena at the same time. We will keep eyes on those games. And Puck fans, you know you can call me up and talk about hockey and your favorite players and your favorite teams. Keep McPherson on the fan. I will lead the way for the next four hours and some change. Uh, Paulie behind the glass. You calling up.